curious and naughty minds. It's your host, Kinky Caitlin, and welcome to the Your Girlfriend Podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods, and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautiful flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability, and unapologetically authenticity. Plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember, when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering, and oh, so juicy ride? Buckle up, because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos and speak a whole lot of truth, because there's no shame about desiring for more. Let's get spicy. And remember, in this playground, you can be as naughty as you want. Because you got girlfriend. You. Hello, girlfriends, and welcome to another episode on You Go Girlfriend. I'm so stoked to have you here. You know, what I find is something that we don't really talk about, which is really about feeling safe. And I know for women that is quite an important topic because not only do we want to feel safe with our partner, not only do we want to feel safe within our own environment, but more so we want to feel safe within ourselves. So I'm going to really unpack about the importance of safety, but really focusing on safety in the bedroom because I know that there are women out there and look, you know what, even men as well, that get to the point where they're in that intimate moment and straight away they are in their head. Don't be wrong, I'm so with you there, girlfriend. I've had moments where I've gone into an interactive moment with someone and I just felt unsettled. I felt a little bit uneasy and I just kept saying to myself, well, if you just keep pushing through with it, if you just get to that point of pleasure, then eventually you'll feel safe. And it's like, no, we need to be listening to those signs straight away and we need to be thinking and understanding that it's okay to have and listen to those messages because they're coming at you for a reason. So we've got to make sure that we are listening in and tuning in. So we're going to really unpack this conversation, which I'm really excited about. And I also want to thank the Hills Podcast Studio for allowing me to have this space to be able to let me ramble on, have my fun and games and do these conversations because it's really important that we provide the space. So if you're looking for a podcast studio, make sure you reach out to the Hills Podcast Studio and they are going to help you out with all your needs and necessities. And it's a pretty epic place as well. (laughs) So What we're going to do is we are going to change things up a little bit. And one of the things that I really want to do when it comes to my podcast episode is I really would like people to ask me some questions. So you can be like, ask Kinky Caitlin any questions and I can answer these right at the beginning of the podcast episode. And then if you want to keep tuning in, then, you know, you can get the juicy episode in. So we are going to do a mixture of confidence cocktail as well as asking Kinky Caitlin some questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to send them through to any of the social media platforms that I've got. And then I can answer all your questions, you know, because we have a lot of questions that we've got of us. <laughs> and it's interesting because the more that we ask, the more that we know, and the more that we become curious within ourselves. But today with our confidence cocktail, One of the things that I really would like you to focus on is how are you? Like, how are you really? 
Because I find that we just have those generic conversations where we say, hello, how are you? And we say, yeah, good, 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 good. <laughs> are we actually good? Are we actually fine? I really want you to make it your mission this week to not say good. To not say, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Just change the word to what you're actually feeling. And you'll find it will be a little bit uncomfortable at first because you're not really used to it. And you'll be thinking, oh, God, I don't really want to have to say this. But that is why it's important that we do actually change it because then we're listening to ourselves and we're understanding what is going on with our bodies and we're being truthful. The more that we practice it, the more that we are true to ourselves. You know, what's really funny is I'm talking about safety today and at this current moment, I'm in a bit of an investigation back on my own body and myself and I'm realizing that something's not right. So I'm back on that doctor investigation, naturopath investigation again. And I noticed that this week my stomach has been really bloated and I've had immense amount of pains and I thought, okay, something's not right. Something is communicating to me. And the reason why I'm going about this with how are you is I was driving and I thought, you know what? I'm feeling so bloated and I'm feeling so tired and I cannot be bothered to do the button up on my shorts. So I decided to open up the button and just let it air it out. I'm sure we've all been there in those places where we're like, oh, thank God, I've just released my stomach. I hate wearing things on my stomach being too tight. But then the funny thing was, is that I felt then super comfortable in that moment. I was like, oh, amazing. But then I forgot as I was driving that truck drivers have a little bit more height and they can look down and see what is going on. And straight away I was like, oh no, here comes my level of safety. I then have to sort of change it up and put a t-shirt a little bit more over it because then I could tell that he was looking down because I could see his eyes. And also the, <laughs> the part was, is I just had a giggle to myself going, I firstly don't care, but secondly, I do just want to like feel comfortable. So I was in this pin me of like, do I feel safe? Do I not feel safe? And this is why this topic is so important is because a lot of women will walk around and they feel like that they're not safe. They will go to the shops and if they are wearing a certain outfit that they don't feel safe. If their skirt is too short, then they feel like, oh gosh, who's looking at me and who could even think of pouncing on me? But then we want to feel sexy and we want to wear those short things as well. It's just this miscommunication of where do women feel safe? And how do we feel safe? And we're going to unpack the deeper layer to this, but I just want to really remind you that you are safe within yourself and there is a point of safety of being able to tap into this. So just know that it takes the deeper work within yourself and don't get me wrong, it doesn't take too long to just start changing your perception because then when you start walking around, the more that you feel secure and safe within yourself, you're projecting that energy out and you won't have people come to you because I can tell you right now, if you feel intimidated, if you feel unsafe, if you feel fearful, that is where people are going to pounce. That is where people are going to be like, you're vulnerable, I'm going to go and get you. And it's like, no, no, no. That is where we need to build our confidence and work on the safety within ourselves so that we feel confident within ourselves so that we can take on those next steps. And I will say, I do love the fact that I have had my black belt in karate. I highly recommend self-defense for anyone. I think it's really important that for women in particular, that we do a form of defense mechanism 
to just have this shield of armor, to have this shield of confidence that we can conquer what we need to. And that's what I really loved about when I did the martial arts when I was younger, was that I actually learned about what it takes to be able to take a person who's bigger and larger than me and what force it takes because the power of our bodies and our minds, oh my goodness, we are so much stronger than what a man can be sometimes. It's insane that we have so much research behind the scenes that's hidden that showcase that women are really powerful. That's what I noticed when I did the black belt grading was that I was able to change my mindset of going, wow, I just put a full grown man on the floor just by my hands and a bit of my leg. I'm like, damn, I'm powerful. This is amazing. And that is the lesson that all of us ladies need to do. So firstly, I would recommend a self-defense class <laughs> um, before you really jump into the bedroom situation because, you know, you don't really need it in the bedroom. But I think just in general, I do talk about the bedroom in this segment, but I think as general, we do find that we are uncomfortable with where we can be in places and feel unsettled. I know when I was traveling that there was definitely some unsettling moments where I thought, wow, okay, I don't know if I should have got in that cab ride with that man or uh, I don't know if I should have talked to that man. I thought I was being friendly, but now all of a sudden he's chasing after me. So I really want to help women feel more safe and secure within themselves because I'm really proud to say that there has been a lot of moments where you could easily feel unsafe but I've been able to have that inner fire to be able to know what to do and to be able to get myself out and I really haven't had too many situations where it's been a big trigger point but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be in harm's way in the future who knows what happens but for now I know that with the the endurance of my mindset of going, I am so safe within myself, then there's better actions taken on board from there as well. And this really can integrate when it comes to your relationship with your partner and being able to read the signs and not be so blase because we have a very weak gift where women draw upon attention and love and we think, oh my goodness, this person's giving me attention. I must, you know, give them all of me. And unfortunately, we get so caught up. And it's it's something that's so beautiful that we can give to someone. But then when a... Look, I'm going to say man because, you know, when a person manipulates that and really concurs you and then you've lost control and then because they've controlled you, you then have this, well, I don't feel safe to leave. I don't feel safe to go anywhere because I've lost control within myself. Now, there's a beautiful power that you can actually have in a relationship where you don't need to be full control. You can let the reins go a little bit, but you need to be in the middle. You need to be having a conversation and an awareness about where you're at with your partner. And if you don't have a partner, this is the perfect time to build up your stamina when it comes to safety going out in public more, being able to say hell no to that dude that just walked up just because he gave you attention. It's like, no, no, I'm not interested. I don't feel a vibe. It's all good. Or if he does send you, you know, post messages, phone calls, still keep strong within yourself and saying, hey, this person needs to get to know me first and they can get to know me first before I draw out all my cards, put all my eggs in the basket and go, oh my God, this is too much. 
I'm saying all these because I've learned all this as well myself. I've had moments where I've poured my heart out into someone and been like, oh my God, I'm so glad and thankful that I met you. And the next minute I'm like, why did I waste my energy? Now I have to rebuild myself again. Oh God, now I'm deflated. Okay, it's going to take a while. And then I get to my peak. And then what happens? The universe tests me and it goes, let's bring you in more people and see if you can handle it. It's like, ah, uh, no. I learned my lesson with that because I did it again <laughs> and it went through a cyclical cycle. And unfortunately, some people are still doing it now. So we need to pinpoint what are the signs? What are the red flags? What are the things that are coming at you that are making you feel uneasy? Now, obviously, I can really give you every single point, dot point about what makes you feel unsafe and safe. But the crazy part is, is that everyone has a different trigger. What makes me feel safe could be so unsafe for you. What makes you safe could be so unsafe for me. We all have a different level of safety within ourselves. Things that trigger us and don't trigger us. That's all being manipulated from as a kid, what you know triggered us and what, what didn't, what did. That was all from zero to seven. All that beginning phase of what we felt unsafe about, that is all in that inner childhood work. But when we are able to acknowledge a sign that comes up, a feeling, that is what we need to be listening into. That is something that is so important that we tap into because the more that we do do that, the more that we actually going to feel more safe and not risking it and not just thinking, I will see. I know though that there is always going to be an unknown limbo. There's always going to be this, I don't know phase, but I always say to myself, whenever you're making a decision, give yourself three days. The reason why I say three days is the first one is you need to realize that your first day is going to be irrational. It's going to be thinking everything under the sun and giving you excuses, giving you everything negative because your logical brain is kicking in and it's like, nah, I do not want you to to do this. I do not want you to take this approach. And you're like, hang on a second, I'm confused right now. I want to do this, but now I don't all of a sudden, like what's going on? And that is why we need to be taking the second day as gathering your information, really thinking about, okay, if I'm going to make this decision, I need to talk to people, I need to think about it for myself. Your second day is just gathering information to do your pros and cons on whatever it needs to be. And then your third day is your feeling. By now, you need to think about, well, I've had all this time to really think about it. What do I want to do? Do I want to date this dude? Do I want to call this dude? Do I want to message this dude? Do I want to amp things up in the bedroom with my partner? Whatever a decision is to make you feel more safe, give yourself three days. And if someone is like, what are you doing between those days? Be like, hey, I love you, but like, I need some space and time to be able to understand what is going on for me. So it's important that you communicate that you need that time so that you can feel safe within your decision. If the decision becomes straight away and it's very powerful and you think, wow, and it worked out, amazing. But we are risking it by doing it straight away. We are risking it by going, oh, let's see. And that's where the biggest forms of love can come. Then also the biggest heartbreaks can come from as well. So we need to just give ourselves a little bit of grace and time so that we can feel secure within ourselves. Now, when it comes to safety in the bedroom, one of the things that I really want to reiterate for women is 
we have this high risk and this high stress when it comes to falling pregnant. We've got a lot of pressure on ourselves about trying to become the mother that we want to be or have children or not have children because we don't have the capacity to we don't want it and we're doing it with a random dude. We have a really high stress point about pregnancy because we know we can fall pregnant. We know that we can't fall pregnant, but we know that even if you can't, that there's still a way. So what we need to do is you need to figure out what is the way that is going to make you feel safe straight away about removing that fear in your mind. Now, that's when we go down to the whole safe sex, you know, fun and games. (laughs) This is your own choice in your own contraception as to what you want to do. I can give my personal opinions but you need to do the backbone research behind the scenes. The amount of people that have said to me, I'm on the pill, I'm safe. No, you are not safe. It is not the protective nature of what the pill is technically designed to do. Does it prevent it? Yes. But is it a good preventative for your health and your well-being? No. (laughs) I think it's important that We just need to firstly look at our structure of our cycle. We need to know what week that we ovulate. And that is the week that we don't do the incision and we do not release it internal. So that is why that we can think of other options. When you feel safe with a long-term partner, you know that you can actually communicate to them. You feel so strong to communicate to them that this is what you want to do. You might not have a, you might have a random fling and you're like, well, condoms are the option, but sometimes you might think these options are not what I like. I do not like the condom. I do not like the feel of them. I just want to have some fun. Girlfriend, I hear you. I know what it's like. It's all good. No judgment on that. But the thing is, when you don't feel safe, you will not receive the full ultimate pleasure. So if you've communicated to your partner about being able to understand what is right and what is wrong. You need to communicate that because without the safety, you are going to be having sex in your head and no one gets fulfillment in that. Your brain is the biggest sex organ. It needs to be released by how your body is being tapped into the ultimate connection. The mind-body connection has a beautiful symphony and it's important that we actually really release what is in our mind and tap into our body. So I know that we cannot connect to ourselves if we do not connect with our bodies. And the power of feeling safe, the power of people that have gone through experiences where it was unsafe and it was very traumatic and trying to rebuild up that stamina and trying to rebuild and understand what's happened it takes time so you need to give yourself that time you need to give yourself that grace and if you find that you've had a real traumatic experience then it's not about jumping in connection with a partner again it's about taking those steps with yourself and being able to connect with your body again connect and realign that relationship with yourself feeling safe within yourself first And then going and interacting with a partner after that, because 
Otherwise, you don't really have the option but to force it. And forcing intimacy, forcing pleasure, that's not going to help you at all. That's going to make you feel terrible about yourself. It's going to make you feel like that you're not desirable. That's going to think the only way for me to feel good about myself is to externally get a source of pleasure. And the pleasure won't feel fulfilled. It'll feel disconnected and you'll feel like I feel it, but I don't feel it at the same time. So that's why it's important that we do stop and give us time and grace and realign ourselves. Now, I've had people that have said to me that that they've had people in the past that have done something traumatic with them and they've got a partner that's healthy and safe and they're communicating to them that they used to have all these amazing moments and now it's a little bit more difficult and their partner has been so respectful and so that's fine. Let's take it slowly. Because a good, healthy man in a relationship or any partnership will respect your journey, will only want you to feel good about yourself. They do not want to give up until they have been able to really help you in that situation. For men, it's like a little goal that they can achieve. They're like, damn, if I give her that safety, if I give her that protection, that's a huge win for me. And that's insane. So that's why we're forgetting that there are some beautiful men out there. And if we are safe within ourselves from the beginning and can read the dickhead sign and go, well, I'm not going to go with him because my alarms are going off and it's telling me that I'm not safe. Well, we need to listen to that. That's why if we do it right from the get-go, we're going to save ourselves so much. So drawing the card of eliminating the attention span and thinking, oh my goodness, I've got attention being strong within yourself and going, no, no, I know I can do this. It's important that we have these conversations, ladies. It's important that we rectify what is safe for us. And if you're finding that you're like, you know, I really want to know more about this and I really want to try and unpack this for myself because I would love to understand you and understand what you're about. So what I'm doing is I'm going to be hosting a free webinar called Safety in the Bedroom And you can jump on board, you can ask questions, you can really detail yourself in what you really want to do to be able to enhance your safety. Now, the other thing is that I really want to put out there is I have got a beautiful two-day event, which is all around being safe within yourself. So it's got this juicy event called Dare to Desire. And this event is really encompassing the woman that you were destined to be. It's really interactive because what I find is online, yes, you can get involved and have conversations is no, we get practical. We really take on everything about your story. We really understand the emotions that are coming through. We release the toxic behaviors that are happening. And then the second day is when we really spice things up. We just turn you on again. We make you feel so desirable and pleasure gets ignited. Girlfriend, I won't be surprised if you leave by the end of it and you're like, holy crap, I just want to jump on something right now. (laughs) Because we go through a very immense two-day event that just capsulates the beauty of a female reigniting herself. Because a lot of us have forgotten the power of who we are and the power of what we can provide and give. So if you're interested, make sure that you join the waitlist for the next upcoming event and reach out for the free webinar because, girlfriend, it's important that you feel safe within yourself 
and know that I'm always here to support you. So thank you for your time and let's keep chatting, my love, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Yo! <laughs> thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered and remember, you go girlfriend. Woo!